Here we go. It is episode 37 of the OGs podcast. Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, Michael Bradley going to join us momentarily. By It's an all-request Saturday night, How We're taking requests on guests. Yeah, and, and you know, we're, we're open to that. If there's uh, specific people that uh, uh, the people want to see us talk to, you know, like from guys from the past, maybe when we did the old radio show or whatever, there's certain guests that they really liked. Uh, you know, request them, and we'll try, to, we'll try to get them. I'd love to get Colonel on, but, you know, his internet stinks. Yeah, uh, I know that people would love to hear from him. It's, but it's always Bradley's too got good internet. Yeah, my, yeah, Michael Bradley's up to date. He's yeah, not he on the dial-up, right? Yeah, right. See, the Colonel always like I love the Colonel. You love the Colonel. Everybody yeah. loves him, but it becomes more work than it's worth to get him on. It's just frustrating. <laughs> the juice ain't worth the squeeze, is what you're yeah. saying. Right? <laughs> I mean, we got to get him in person. That's right. the only way to control him. Right. Either that, or you could just imitate him. Yeah, well, we could do that, you yeah. know. Yeah, I need new internet. I don't know. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob. Oh my goodness! Yeah, oh, my, my imitations are shit right now because yeah. I got this fucking cold that won't go away. I don't know if it's COVID or not. They don't need my data though, Harry. No. Well, it's almost gone. I can tell you're better. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. feeling better. I mean, the last week have it's just been dragging on and just hacking, and it's been oh. brutal. But feeling we're we're on the mend, I believe here, just in time for the NHL regular season to begin. Great, <laughs> I, I'm not ready for the NHL regular season nor the NBA regular season. Yeah, you you've got enough with I'm golf serious. and yeah. football with football, college and pro. college football. We got college basketball starting up here in the beginning of November. Temple plays Villanova. I think their second game of the year. Uh, so I got plenty. I got enough. Yeah. You don't Too need much. to add And we got else. baseball playoffs. Yeah. How about in, that? In this real, town. Real quick, before we get to the baseball playoffs, and because they're in the playoffs, did you see the video of the camera walking into yeah. his remote wearing a I, full uniform? I did. And it, it's 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 got his name on it. Yeah. Because he, like, he does fantasy week. Number nine, I think it is. The camera. Yeah. And he's got the hat. The hat looks goofy on him, number yeah. one. And he looks like he's like out of the 60s or something, like mm-hmm. with the way the uniform fits him. You know, remember yeah. how the, the uniforms used to fit those guys, like the, the skinnier guys? They, they'd be kind of a little baggy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> baggy. Yeah, baggy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, but, but, but let's face it. The yeah. Deke has the body definition of a water seal. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And the hat's too big for his yeah. little beanie head. Huh. And he walks into his remote and he's like introducing himself. Joe to camera. Nice to meet How you. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, why are you wearing this uniform, you dolt? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> what a degenerate. <laughs> oh, I love him. But I mean, hilarious. only he could pull that bullshit off. Well, if I walked into a remote like that working with Mikey Miss. Oh, God, I, I can only imagine. But like I saw one of the comments underneath it and they said coming from the guy who said the third place wild card is a waste of time. So now he's acting like he's all fired up about the Phillies. But apparently on his show, he's been ripping the fact that the third wild card is unnecessary and basically worthless. So so it's so worthless that he decided to wear a fucking uniform right, to work. Right. <laughs> I didn't notice if he had stirrups on, you know, like. Uh, oh, he probably and, had dress shoes on with that yeah, whole outfit. Right. 
His remember fence those, climbers. Those, remember those pointy tipped shoes that he Yeah, wear? they're fence climbers, Harry. Yeah, you like stick right into the, the chain link fence. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a fashion faux pas. Uh, he's the only guy I know that wears like a white dress shirt with yeah. a t shirt underneath it that had logos on it. You could see through it. You could see right through shirt. it. Some days he would look like a busboy. Yeah. Remember? Yep. Yeah, he'd be bussing tables. <laughs> what a beauty. Uh, but the Phillies are in, so good yeah, on them. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, uh, you know, Aaron Nola was pitching a perfect game into the seventh inning and uh, then gave up a, a single, and I think he gave up another hit after that, and then they finally got him out of there. He went six and two-thirds. Uh, but, you know, it's going to take that kind of effort uh, from Nola and Wheeler you know, mm-hmm. for this team to advance. I mean, St. Louis is a real solid team. I don't think they're great by any stretch, but they're solid. They always do things like run the bases well. They field well. You know, they don't beat themselves. They're just a sound group. Goldschmidt, uh, you know, a very, you know, power hitter. He's got, what, 35 homers. I think Arenado yeah. has got, like, 30. Uh, Pujols has 24. And, you That's know, crazy. He's, he's playing really well for them, especially down the stretch. But I looked at it like this: the Cardinals, I think, won six more games than the Phillies did through the season. But yeah. they play in a worse division than the Phillies, if you can mm-hmm. imagine that. I mean, they're dealing with, I think, the last 10 games of the season, they played the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. So they yeah. play them like 18, 19 times. They play the Cubs 18 or 19 times. And they, and they play the, uh, who are they, the Reds. And those teams stink. You so, should... If there's ever a case for retraction in schedule, it's when you play this the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Reds 18 or 19 yeah, times. It, that it is, is not necessary. I totally, totally Jesus. agree. Jesus. What a waste of fucking time. I know, but I saw the pitching matchups, uh, at least for the first two games are out. I think uh, the, the Phillies, of course, are throwing Wheeler. In, is he going in Wainwright? Game one. Wheeler Wainwright? No, against Quintana was listed. Okay. As the, and he's listed as their fifth starter, but I looked into his numbers, man. He's re- he's really pitched well since coming over from the Pirates. He has had 12 starts since coming over to St. Louis, and he's only given up 14 earned runs in those wow. 12 starts. Yeah. And then game two, Nola's going to pitch against Mikolas, Um, and he's got a whip of 1.03. He's wow. pitched over 200 innings, and he leads the team in strikeouts with 153. Wow. So those guys might be guys, you know, with names that you're like, you know, you don't really say, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good numbers. And then, well, Suarez, well, then Rangers going third, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ranger Suarez is, is scheduled for the Phillies in game three. And I don't know, you know, if, if St. Louis puts in Flaherty then. He hasn't pitched in a while. He hasn't pitched mm-hmm. since, I think, maybe a week and a half ago. So he's had yeah. a, a lot of extended rest. You know, they got Wainwright in the, in the rotation in the still. Mix, yeah. So, um you know, Yadier Molina's. It seems like God. he's been there for like three decades. That guy, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's a great Tom Byrne name, Dabby Yadier Molina. Oh well, speaking of names, they got a guy that plays outfield. His name is Lars Newtbar. Wow. Yes, he's is from. Is he California. a drummer for the Metallica tribute band, <laughs> Harry? That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Lars. I mean, wow. but the last name is Newtbar. That's a great name. It's a good first name and a better last name. Yeah. New bar, new bar. That's an Anthony guy. Yeah, you oh new barsman. Oh my goodness, that is a great name. Newt bar. Wow. Um, would you categorize the Phillies getting in as as them backing in the way they played over the last couple of weeks? Uh, 
No, I wouldn't. I, it, it ultimately ended up not being that, but it was trending in that direction. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were really they were really playing well for a long stretch of the season. But I, yeah. you know, it's it's good. It's been eleven years since they've been in a in the playoffs. You think about that. That's amazing. That was That's the longest a stretch long, in Major League Baseball. Huh? That is a long time ago, man. Yeah. I mean, wow. That's amazing. So. Eleven years. So the last time I, I got some data on that. I, when they made it in the last time they were in and they clinched, it was a one nothing win by Roy Halliday that got them in. Wow. That's how long ago. I mean, 11 years is a long time. And did you see Ruben Amaro's tweet when, no, uh, when they didn't. clinched that night? I did not. Oh, uh, he tweeted out for all those people saying that Aaron Nola is not a big game pitcher. You can kiss my ass. Oh, is that, is that right? I was like, wow. You know, I've actually enjoyed him doing the games. It's great. I think he's pretty good. Yes. I know he gets a lot of flack as everybody does on those broadcasts. It seems except for Fransky. Everybody yeah. loves Fransky. He's yeah. like bulletproof. And, yep. and Larry Anderson was the same way. But, you know, they, they rip on, you know, everybody on the TV side. But I think Ruben does a nice job. I think Rube is very is a very likable guy. Yeah, it's just people don't like the way it ended because he waited long to make the moves with Utley and Rollins mm-hmm. and Hamels and all those trades. Right. And look, I think I think he gets a bad rap, Harry, mm-hmm. because he took over a team that won it when Gillick was the GM, technically. Right. And he made that team better. They didn't win it, but no. he made the team better. Right. Yeah, no, you know? I, I I agree. I, I like him too. I've I've I've, I've kind of always liked him. I've yeah, I've I've always liked Raj as well too. He's a laid back guy. He's a good baseball man. But the, the thing I found funny about the tweet was, for those that have been telling me he's not a big, well, you're not until you are, right? And until and, and up until that point, Nola wasn't. He mm-hmm. had faltered on a lot of occasions. He was great in that game, yeah. And he got him in. And you you aren't until you are. And that mm-hmm. was the case in that, with Nola there for me. So I thought Roger Lowe overstepped a little bit, but I appreciated the passion. Yeah. And the fact that he went KMA is beautiful. Right. Yeah. Anytime so. you can roll a kiss my ass into a tweet. Well, oh, come on. That's a good yeah. day. Yeah. Now, did you see the Monday night football game? Yes. Did you see the fan? Uh, there was a fan that ran on the field. They didn't show it on, on, the, on the broadcast at first, but you ended up finding it. And the linebacker for the Rams just leveled this dude. Yeah. I Who mean, was he? Trucked McDaniel? Uh, no, it was uh, well, I the guy that name. came over from Seattle. He's going to the Hall of Fame probably. Um, now his name from uh, – I forget too, but, but he's, yeah, he's so the a guy really, ran on the f- really good player. Yeah. So the guy runs on the field with one of those smoke flares. A yeah, red pink smoke one, flare. a pink or red yeah. or something. And um, he – is a protester. He's pro. I don't even know what he's protesting, but the security guy can't keep up with him. So he fell he down. Him. One of the guys fell down. Yeah, oh, he blew out an ACL. Look like you see that hat. I know it didn't look. <laughs> he was like look he got good. up. He was clutching the knee. I thought they should have brought out the cart for him. Yeah, uh, but he takes that turn by the sideline, and the and the St. Louis Ram players are like, "We've had enough," right. and they <laughs> just lowered the boom. Bobby Wagner. Bobby he's Wagner, player. yeah, he's, he's a great player. He, he actually led them in tackles that night. Yes, um, <laughs> that was the best one of the game. Yeah, that that was that was phenomenal. Yeah, he um, dropped them. I, I've had enough of these protesters. Yeah, too. I mean, well, anybody just on the field. Whether you, I don't even know if it's a protester or not. I mean, yeah. you know, just anybody on the field. I mean, come and those players, man, it's kind of be kind of unnerving and scary a little bit. You know, like there was mm-hmm. a guy uh, at the BMW Championship in Wilmington 
I don't know if you saw this, that got down onto the green on one of the par threes. There's all this grandstanding around there. It was really built up. Somehow this guy just walks right down onto the grease, right standing off the green and has like a, a remote control golf ball on the what? green. And, and he's going towards Rory McIlroy with the golf ball. He's controlling it with a little controller. And McIlroy's like sort of taken by like, what the, like, what the F is going on here? And then he yeah. realized what it was and he picked the thing up. He picked the ball up and threw it into the water hazard. And then finally security came down and got the guy. Like good. He literally was standing like down there where you're inside the ropes. Yeah. And he didn't have he didn't have a credential on. So yeah, you, if you're how's that like happen? That, you're like, dude, does this guy have a knife on him? Like, who you never know this day in this day and age. Yeah. So I'm well, glad I mean, the guy trucked him. Uh, me too. It, it yeah. should be a deterrent. They should show that video at the door. You want to jump on the field? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna get housed. Bobby Wagner's gonna he's gonna stick. gonna lower to boom. <laughs> well, you remember Monica Sellis back in the day, Harry got stabbed at a That's tennis right. match That's sitting right. on the side. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? That like, was a long time ago, too. Yeah, yeah. That's 20 years ago. At least, I think. Um, the, the thing is, is this, is all the ushers and the security get caught up in watching. Yeah. And they forget Maybe. about the job at hand. Mm-hmm. And you can just walk down there because they're caught up in the moment of the greatest players in whatever sport it is. Right. Performing. It's, it, look, it's hard not to do that, I, I would imagine. Yeah, but, I couldn't imagine like being at a game and having your back to the action the whole time. You yeah, because you're be like weird. looking up into the scan into the stands like those security people have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's tell all the people about Wealth Advisors, Harry. Before we oh, get yeah. to Michael Bradley, Wealth Advisory Services, Jason. If you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and their team have over 100 years of first class service, working with all different levels of investors across the country. And there's something more powerful than luck or just coincidence to help bring financial independence within reach. It's called planning. And as professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted professionals to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement, planning, and beyond. Located in Bucks County, PA, and down the shore at Cape May, New Jersey, wealthadvisoryservices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. Um, you, you know, the funny thing is, it all the security at these events, like it's got to tighten up and it's got to get better. And like you said, you're watching the crowd and not watching the event. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is weird. Like, you, how do you not turn around at an Eagle game when you're working right. section whatever? Well, right? What's it like at the Flyer games? Because, I mean, you're down there right at the, the side of the rink. Yeah, well, so, I move around. I go press box for the first. I go down Zamboni entrance during the regular season for the second. I like that, so, I like that area. Yeah, that's you your spot. Hung out. You and I hung out there one night for Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to see the Patrick line. You couldn't have, like, gotten what you wanted better. Then the night it was delivered to you and when it was delivered. So yeah. you wanted to see the Patrick Line release. Right. So we're down there. It's, I think it was a 1-1 game at the time. And we're down at the Zamboni entrance in the second. Uh-huh. Or no, I guess it was the third period because they were shooting at that end, the, the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. And the, and Winnipeg goes on the power play. And Line A lines up in that same spot where Ovechkin lines up on the left side, top of the circle, mm-hmm. right where the Zamboni entrance glass is that we're standing at. Uh-huh. 
and somebody maybe it was Blake Wheeler had <laughs> wired him a perfect pass in the in his wheelhouse and no wind up, no, no. coil. He just snapped a bomb bar right. down. <laughs> and I, I mean the whole building was like, oof. Right. <laughs> I turn around to you and you go, I saw what I came to see. I'm out of here. <laughs> I left. You were gone. <laughs> The puck hadn't even dry hit the ice oh. yet after the goal, and you were in the car. I was out. <laughs> that was great, but uh. but like it was a, like seeing the greatest athletes in the world, whether it's golf and them hit some of these shots. Like we don't mm-hmm. realize that this ball's half buried, feet are below. Mm-hmm. You know the ball. Like seeing guys hit this kind of shit and just how skilled they are, and seeing like a shot like that, how quick he got it off. Oh, man. Just like. Oh my God. Especially from that vantage point, you know, it's it's different if you're up in the second level or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, but being down there, being fortunate enough to be down there, that was really awesome. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Well, speaking of awesome, let's get to our guest here because he comes by request. The only thing we need now, Harry, for requests is for us to go full blown slacker mentality and people can determine the, all the talking points of the podcast by request. Okay. So we literally have to do no work. (laughs) Like those guys that solicit questions on Twitter for their upcoming pod. I see that. Oh, I do it all the time me. for the Flyers. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, in other words, I should just put in the tweet, I got nothing. Give me something. Right? right? Like I used to say uh, back in the day to the program director on like a Wednesday in the middle of uh, July, I got nothing today. <laughs> I got nothing because there is nothing. There is nothing. Yeah, that, yeah. that was when Mikey missed go, oh, we'll take your calls on anything today. Open phone Friday. Well, on a general knowledge Wednesday, that would have been. Oh, that was that, that was, was on a Wednesday. Built because there was nothing happening. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and even if something was happening, general knowledge got the uh, nod over whatever was happening. Uh, but let's get to our guest right now. Uh, he joins us. He So he's working at Philly Mag. Mm-hmm. He's a professor at Villanova. And he's got other gigs as well. Mainline and, Times, I think he writes for. He, he, he'll write for anybody. All right, here he is. He joins us right now. It is Michael Bradley by request. He said he's a professor of Villanova. He yes. writes at Philly Mag, and he's a handsome guy. So let, let's just let it be known that he wrote his own intro. Hey, that's Fake okay. news. You guys yeah. couldn't re- resist saying that. <laughs> he's one of our favorites. And, you know, he's on this show by request. We were getting requests from, from listeners and viewers that wanted more Michael Bradley. So we figured we'd wait until a couple of weeks in when the college football season started to heat up. It couldn't have, it couldn't have been my wife making that request because she wants less Michael Bradley. <laughs> less is more. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Oh, man. How you been? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, heading towards fall break. My son's getting married in a week and uh, everything's good. Oh, wow. Wow. You How old is your son? 30. Wow. About time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had a lot of fun in his 20s. Let me put it that way. Good. Dude, you got to do that. Yes. Hopefully it's not ending now. I tell my students that all the time. They get, you know, we're going to we're gonna leave college. I said, you're going to love your 20s. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. Get a little money. Like my, my 40s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love my 60s. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what are your thoughts so far of the college season? It, it, it feels awesome that it's back to normal. It is. It is without a doubt. And we don't have to worry about, is this game going to be played, et cetera. Mm. So that's the first thing. The, the weird thing about this is the season really to this point, while it's had some good games, has lacked drama. Because mm-hmm. right now it's 
four teams. It's, you know, it, you look and you say Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, not in that order, are, are I would imagine three of them are going to play in, the, in the, um, the, the, the college football playoff. Then does Michigan get in? Does Oklahoma State go undefeated? Could possibly UCLA or USC do it? But after that, it's, there, it's nothing. And all the people that always used to say, oh, the, the college football playoffs great because every game matters are wrong. With only four teams, games stop mattering once a team loses a game or two. So I, I know that, that we're very top-heavy. I'm just hoping some other teams keep winning so that we have a little more drama. Well, I think that's what they mean, though, when they say every game counts, because if you do lose, you're screwed. It's like every game, you know, every week, it's like you got to win. Yeah, but if you but the thing is, then if you if you have every say you have all five power five conferences have their winners in there, mm-hmm. the Pac-12 season matters all the way through because those games will produce a team that wins the, the conference and then goes to the playoff. More teams play more meaningful games when more teams are involved, just like baseball. I mean, the Phillies games wouldn't have mattered at all if they hadn't, you know, if if they weren't a a third wild card team. Now, you named some of the usual suspects uh, a a minute or so ago, but out of those teams, I don't think there's a dominant team because I could poke holes in every one of those squads. Yeah. I mean, Alabama, you would think if Young is healthy, will be very difficult to deal with. Georgia, you know, they almost lost to Missouri. I know. Missouri's not a good team. And everything, oh, it's so tough to play at Missouri. Come on. They should have stomped them. Ohio State is scary, but it gives up a lot of points. And then a nice job by Ryan Day showing how classy he is by running a fake punt of 42 on Rutgers uh, last week. That's you know, <laughs> state classy, Buckeyes. Michigan's got talent, but I don't know if they can beat Ohio State. Oklahoma State, the benefit it has is that Oklahoma stinks this year. Yeah. And other than TCU, it doesn't look like, and don't give me Kansas and Kansas State, it doesn't look like the Big 12 is that good. So you're right. There's no team. If Once we get the four, it's going to be exciting to see who wins because I think it's up for grabs. But, you know, I, I don't think there's a lot of other teams that could get into that four. What are you thinking on Tennessee and USC? USC's good and USC's well coached. And the Pac-12 is not so great. Oregon is better than, you know, yeah. they stumbled early, but I think they're good. The one thing about the Pac-12, just about every team loses a game in the middle of the season. You go, what, Stanford? Stanford beat them? And I think that's what will kill the Pac-12 teams. I, I can't believe Chip Kelly's got his team at 5-0. and mm-hmm. They're playing pretty good football. Well, his quarterback's been there since 1998. <laughs> and yeah. they got Zach Charbonnet, who transferred. Right, from Michigan. Michigan. Who's a really yeah. good back. So, uh, you know, USC, UCLA – Pretty good. Oklahoma State, as I said, we'll have to see what happens when when they play TCU. And then I don't know about the rest of the the, the SEC. Tennessee's good. Mississippi's good. Um, you know, they just beat Kentucky. I, I think that they 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 have a shot, but I don't know if they're as good as Georgia or Alabama. Um, how good is the Big Ten? Because I look at you know the Not top very. teams. Right, that's what I'm saying. Michigan State. What is happening to them? I don't know, and- but I like it. Of course you do. And yeah. Iowa too. Iowa look, Iowa started last year with the offense. If if you talk to people in Iowa City, they hate Kirk Ferentz's son, who is the offensive coordinator. That offense is horrific. Mm-hmm. So they can't play any offense at all. And you can't pitch a shutout every game. The the, the Big Ten West has six teams that are one and one and one team that's 0 and two. Wow. And, and two fired like, coaches. Yes. Everybody, everybody could win it and everybody could lose it. Um, Michigan State is rotten. Their defense is rotten. And it's funny, of all people, Tom Izzo said to me during the offseason, 
they got lucky last year with Kenneth Walker. They mm -hmm. brought in those 14 transfers, and only one of them, Walker, really did anything. Right. And they thought they could replicate that model. Oh, let's go get a running back from Wisconsin who's not happy, and he'll rush for 2,000 yards. Well, that's not happening. And they haven't played defense in several since D'Antonio left. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope Michigan hangs 70 on them. <laughs> wow. Stay classy. <laughs> I, may, I may even root for Ohio State this weekend. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, because I hate Michigan State right now. I mean, so much because Tuck coming. Will, Mel Tucker, a $95 million deal. He stinks. Will you lay 26 and a half points? Every one of them. All right. So, so Michigan goes to Indiana this week. Then they get Penn State at the big house the following week. Penn State yeah. five and O's. Is this where James Franklin starts to become a, a curse word next week in Michigan? He's been a curse word for a long time, ever since he ran up the score several years ago uh, on, on poor young Brady. He's a Holt curse word in State College. Yeah, I know he is. Exactly. He was a curse word in, in uh, where, where Vanderbilt was, too. They didn't like him in Nashville. So yeah. he's, he's let's face it, he's an abrasive guy. But having that team five and zero oh, now, near miss against Purdue, they didn't look great last week against the Northwestern team that isn't too good. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I still think Northwestern should have kicked a field goal when it had the ball on fourth down there instead of going for it. Seventeen to ten is a lot easier to deal with than seventeen to seven. That said, five and zero oh is five and zero. Oh. So if Michigan gets past Indiana, which you know they've had trouble in in doing in Bloomington, that's going to be a heck of a game. Fox snapped that baby right up. Uh, and put it on its big noon uh, broadcast. How about that uh, backfield for Penn State? Uh, that Berks County kid's pretty good. Singleton. Mm -hmm. See the freshman? Yeah, they're yeah, both they, freshmen. He's been recruiting really well. That's yeah. the one thing you can say about Franklin. <clears throat> his, this year's class is more highly rated than Michigan's was. Hmm. And what he's already got set for next year is pretty good. So, you know, the thing about freshman backs is they got a lot of talent, but what happens in the fourth quarter in a big game on the road, do they hold on to the ball? Well, it's do funny. They... Singleton laid it on the carpet early in the game last week, and he took him out for a while. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Michigan yeah. had a running back the, the week before against Maryland when Donovan Edwards wasn't able to play. He brought a freshman in, gave the ball on third down. He fumbled. It's, it's like Paulie. You ain't going to see him no more. So <laughs> you, you've got you've got a, a you know freshman. Do they pick up the blitz, right? Ooh, mm -hmm. I forgot about the blitz package. So – that's a that's a, a thing with freshman backs, but those guys look talented. They're both four stars. They're, they're, they oh, got yeah. skill. Yeah, the mistakes they make are catastrophic mistakes. Yeah, it's that's it's the problem with the freshman. Instead of three, it's they fumble yeah. on the twenty-one yard line. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Uh, just a few games in on the Brian Kelly era down there with his family in LSU. I miss <laughs> Coach O. Go yeah. Tigers. I, I always used to say you had to have closed captioning on any of his interviews, mm -hmm. like the real housewives. When they start yelling at each other, you got to put captions down there. But, you know, LSU is always gone, has always been second best, except for when Saban was there and when in a little while when Les Piles was there and they were winning second best behind Alabama on, on the big picture. Mm -hmm. So to me, yeah, it's, there's talent galore. I, I don't know. Is, is Kelly a great coach? That's that's the question. Is Kelly a great coach? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I used to like LSU. Now I don't because you can't stand him. Mm -hmm. I he love Smug. He's got what is known as a Backpfeife Gesicht, which is a German word for a face that is in need of a punch. <laughs>
Yes. Yeah. And and it, it's it's never more apparent than when he's losing. Yes. I, I love when the camera puts uh-huh. him on and he's got that face on and his arms are crossed. Oh, it's awesome. It's he's got resting fault. dickhead face. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's fault but his. Yes. <laughs> it's like right. resting bitch face. Right, right. Precisely. All right, let's stay in the SEC because there's some issues uh, with a very high-paid coach and a program with a lot of money (laughs) and a lot of hype in College Station. What the hell is going on with Jimbo Fisher? I don't know, but but you know they gave him a ton of money. I don't know what the buyout situation is, Um, and uh, but it's big. I'm sure he's been recruiting well. Mm -hmm. No, I got the now. You got to remember this this class that he just bought in brought in is all freshmen and. As you know, as much as they are five stars, they're not always ready to play. But the last few years, he's brought in a lot of talent. He doesn't have a quarterback. No, how can you not have a quarterback in the state of Texas? I don't know. You just go to Austin Westlake and take the starter every year. What is the matter with you? (laughs) There literally is a quarterback tree down there. Yeah, right. I think (laughs) it's a big, it's a big cypress tree in the middle of the state. You just walk and you pull one down. Right. I don't know how he doesn't have one. And now in a couple, in a year or so, he's got Texas coming in. Mm-hmm. And so Texas is going to say to any kid, wait, you want to go to College Station? Yeah. Well, or they got Arch Manning too. Yeah. Or do you want to come to Austin? Where do you want to be? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, 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 you know, picking a fight with Nick Saban is never a good idea. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that, that if, if Young can play Saturday. Oh, they're going to put 60 on him. Yeah. They're yeah. going to put a pile on him. Yeah. And then Nick, Nick will stand on the sidelines fourth quarter waving to him right. on throwing bombs how you like that jimbo i i i you guys know who joey molinaro is the guy on twitter no follow him he does a tremendous saving oh really he does oh my god it's it's unreal hold oh, on i think i've seen this joey yeah, molinaro he does a great joey molinaro m-u i think it's m-u-l-i-n-i-r sounds like a character in the sopranos yeah exactly yeah. joey moles you know come on now you know, it's Moltisanti's second cousin, Harry. That's right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Saban. So, the, did you see the interview the other day with him? He gets interviewed, and they ask him about his team, and then he gets all indignant. And he's like, "Let me tell you about the team. You didn't ask about the team. That was literally the fucking question." Yeah, he's he gets so agitated, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it I makes love it. such good theater. That's it the is. thing. Belichick he is. No, he's good no, copy. No. Nothing to report. Next question. Right. You know, but Saban, it's like, I told you before, you got to stay away from the rat poison. Beautiful stuff. He loves to scold the media to uh-huh. to send messages to his team. Oh, that yeah. which is brilliant. And by the way, when he scolded Jimbo Fisher, he was sending a message to the Alabama business community to say, how are they have this thing set up, this consortium or whatever the heck it's called, and I don't have one of my own. Let's get it together, fellas. Open up the wallets. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, let's jump to the NFL real quick. Eagles, the only undefeated team in the NA, in the NFL. What, what have you seen so far out of Hurts? Are you a full-blown believer no. that they're I mean, the, I, the look, class I, of the I, NFC? Great leader hard worker, improving, tremendous runner, had some throws early against Jacksonville that were late. He's still, I'm hoping that this is just a continued maturation of a young quarterback and not a situation where he's going to have trouble making the decisions and, and pulling the trigger fast enough because he's not going to be able to run forever. And, and the worst thing about me, when he was at Alabama, he was a running back. Mm -hmm. I had an SEC defensive coordinator who's now at another school say to me, 
we didn't care about him as a passer. All we did was put our best athlete on him as a spy. And every time he ran, we said, go get him. So you, the problem in the NFL is the more you run, the more you get hit. And those guys love it. When I, when I used to do the Eagles pregame show, Trotter was like, we'd love to see quarterbacks out in the, out in the open. Oh, yeah. Free shot. Hit them as hard as we could. But that said, their first halves have been great. Mm-hmm. They have been really prepared. Um, this week's a big test. I think people think, ah, oh, the Cardinals, you got to go there. Murray's tough because he runs all over the place. Are you going to be able to put enough pressure on him so that your defensive backfield isn't at risk? Um, I, I haven't seen a spread. Harry, maybe you have. <laughs> uh, the Eagles were like a six-point favorite, I really? think, yeah, at start. Wow. Yeah. I think that's, it's down now to five and a half or five. Still, that's, yeah. that's unbelievable. Yeah. There's a lot of love for them, They and, they're, and it's all warranted. Now, their special teams haven't been great. You know, is 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 a, is a kicker going to be able to play this week? Is can the punter get any better? They're return mm-hmm. guys out there getting his brains knocked in every time. Maybe you call a fair catch every now and then, son. I, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> but but in an NFL that right now, and especially an NFC, who's good? Yeah, who's I mean, t- I still think Tampa's good. I don't know. Um, Tommy's getting divorced. He could be upset. Bay. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay. If Green Bay gets Odell Beckham Jr., look out. Yeah, you're okay. right. Their defense is pretty good. And you better believe Aaron Rodgers is in there saying you better sign him. Oh, he has to be. I mean, you know, he might, you know, go in there, take a little peyote or something and go in there and speak uh, with the general manager. Dude. <laughs> so what, what is up with that? Well, I mean, all of a sudden now he's like a hippie or something. He's just, a, he's been a strange dude for a while. I mean, we found out five years ago that his family doesn't talk to him. Right, right. Which oh, is odd. What's that? It's very odd. The more we learn, the odder he gets. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost as if he revels in it. Yeah. Every, every so often he throws something else out. That's weird. Right. And it's, Hey, you like that. You, you, you've come to deal with the peyote. Here's something else. Yeah. I'm actually reincarnated. I was Nicholas the first czar of Russia. Something who knows, who knows what's next with this guy. And I know it wasn't peyote. It was at this Ayahuasca or whatever it is, but anyway, um, and all the women that he's with, eventually leave him well i mean that's true and and i think after a while they say all right the, the good looks and the money are enough but you're fucking crazy you're weird right <laughs> uh i wanted to go back to college for one because i never I asked go you back to college too well yeah <laughs> well you do every week you're in college you i'd give a about? limb to go back you, you teach um i never asked you about your thoughts and on this show at least of the expanded playoff delighted okay i've been in favor of an expanded i've all been in favor of an 18 playoff since the 80s and i've been in favor of a 12 team playoff since they they started talking about it i want all five teams in i want to have an at large the at large teams i'm just trying to imagine that first weekend Mm -hmm. you got four first round games on campus friday night noon four and eight Are, are you kidding me yeah that would be amazing and then the second week for more great games. Yeah, it doesn't get so better. To me, it's it's more great college football. It makes makes every league matter. You throw a gang of five team in there. Right. The best one around. <clears throat> let them get their brains beaten in already, all, you know, early on. Or pull an upset. More interest, et cetera. But, I mean, the 5-12 the game, you know, it, it, do, do, do the math all the way down the line. It's going to be a lot of fun. I agree with you. I know a lot of people don't agree with us. They think, uh, you know, that it's already so lopsided that it's just going to be more lopsided games. But 
you know, I don't know. I can bet on him. That's all, yeah, that's wait, all right. I and, know. And, and you sit down and watch him. Yeah. Every game is is huge. Uh, as you said, you can bet him. And it, it's another week of anticipate because the season just comes to a real hard close that first weekend in December with the conference championship games. I know yeah. you have the Army Navy game the next week, but then you had to wait a month, a month, three weeks. Yeah. The games that matter. I mean, look, I'll, Bulls, I'll watch yeah. the Bahamas bowl. You know me. I watch every damn bowl. Me game. too. But none of them matter except for the, the betting of it. Right. But then you got two more weeks of games that matter before Christmas. And then, and then the January 1st stuff, I think it's perfect. Well, it's the yeah. only major sport that never gave me enough. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. You know, b- by the time the baseball season's over, you're like, okay. Jesus, enough. Even yeah. the NFL. Yep. Even the NFL, when you get into February, it's time for pitchers and catchers to report. Mm. Basketball, please. Hockey, you know, unless it's – let's get a Canadian Don't say there. anything bad about hockey on this show. I'm aware. You find I'm yourself aware. on the persona non grata list quicker on here. I'm playoff hockey, eh? You know, you, you pull on a sweater for the organization and you're a good guy in a dress. That doesn't start until April. <laughs> but but college football, as you said, Jason, that's a perfect way to put it. I've never heard it put that way. You leave me wanting more. Yeah. Yep. Every true. year. Every um, freaking year. You talk about those three weeks of nothing going on between the championships and the, and the bowls. Usually that's when coaches change jobs. But we've already got, what, a half a dozen open vacancies right now what would you think is the best job that's open right now wisconsin i think it's wisconsin it's not nebraska so no. here's the thing that people don't realize about nebraska tom osborne could do three things one he recruited junior college kids by the bunch remember lawrence phillips that didn't mm-hmm. work out so well but the guy was talented as hell two he could recruit the east irving fryer and Mark, mike rogier went from camden to nebraska right that ain't happening anymore and third, he would take a six foot four inch, 225 pound kid from South Dakota, feed him and give him steroids for thir- three years and turn him into Dean Stein cooler. <laughs> so they don't do that anymore. So I don't think, and, and, and here's the in home talent in Nebraska, right? We're going to own the state of Nebraska in recruiting. Yeah, you get one kid Big who's deal. Probably a walk on right. anywhere else. So Nebraska is not a great job. Wisconsin is, but Wisconsin's cheap. That's why Brett Bielema left there to begin with. They weren't paying the assistants enough. He wanted to go to Arkansas and have a bigger pool for assistant coaches. Okay. So we'll see who else comes open. But right now I'd say it's Wisconsin. Yeah, the other one, what, Georgia Tech, Arizona State. Those are Georgia tough Tech jobs. Is tough. Georgia tough Tech job. is tough because it's you got you got to take real classes there. Right. And and it's and and then Arizona State is headed for probation. Plus, that's always been such a bandit program. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the people they hire there that nobody with a real sterling reputation is going to say, sure, let's go to Arizona State and run that disaster. Right. Yep. That was ugly the way that thing, whole thing played out, too. Yeah, that was – I mean, and I don't know why you hire Herm Edwards. I mean, that was a ridiculous decision. But that was like a radio firing. Wasn't it like yeah? Oh, they yeah they in the end zone. It'd be like Nahagan just coming in the studio during one of the breaks and saying, "You're gone." Yep. <laughs> Pack your shit, uh, Michael. Tony Bruno is a radio personality. You are a radio host. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Thanks, Matt. Love you. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Exactly. You're the one that put me on the schedule. Exactly. No, that was the previous guy. All right, now tell the people uh, where they can find you. I know you do a lot of stuff with Philly Mag. Where else? Uh, yeah, you, know, there's a, you can go – this this month's issue of Philly Mag, and you can get it online, is, is an article about sports gambling and 21- to 30-year-olds. And the headline, if you want to search for it, it's Will Sports Betting Change 
what it means to be a fan in Philly. It's, it's not behind a paywall. You can get it. Mm-hmm. I write for Mainline today. I, I write for anybody that'll let me write. You know, right, right now, I'm doing NB. I'm doing. I'm writing for the Minnesota Timberwolves yearbook. How's really? That? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. They have a yearbook. And uh, and college basketball stuff's coming out. So I got a ton of stuff in Blue Ribbon. I, I, I a Blue Ribbon yearbook. I previewed uh, a bunch of teams. And I've got a bunch of stuff in Lindy's college basketball yearbook that is out on the, your newsstands right now. And oh, they like me one. so much with Lindy's is they gave me credit for an article that I didn't even write. Wow, it's beautiful. Did they <laughs> pay you for like, the article you didn't write? What's, what's that? Did they pay you for the article you didn't write? I don't think write? they did. I, hope, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I don't think they did. <laughs> well, speaking of that, how good is uh, Villanova and Temple this year? I think Temple's going to be much improved. Temple is much improved. I like what Aaron McKee's doing there. He's got some it, – it, it, a lot of it is how do these transfers in the front court that work out. They need some some of those big guys to play well. I previewed them for Blue Ribbon. And he's got – you know, he wanted to bring in everybody who was six foot six inches tall. It's like the whole roster for a while was that, but he found that you need a few taller guys. But I think they're good. I think that their point guard is going to get better. Mm-hmm. The fact Miller. that um, the, the, the guard, who is it, Wyatt who's back? Or who's the, who's the guard who's back who was injured? Oh, uh, the kid that was, uh, came from Butler. Um, yeah, he was a transfer from yeah. Butler. His he's name back escaped and, me at this they'll, point. They'll score more points. Nova's going to be interesting because I can't see – uh, uh, and my, my, I'm so much on football now, but I haven't gone basketball yet. Justin Moore. I, I don't, I don't see anybody coming back from an Achilles tendon in nine or 10 months. I mean, it's, it's usually a year. Now I know he's young and blah, blah, blah. I hope he does. If he's back and he is, he's okay. Then they can, they can win the big East, but they really need Cam Whitmore, this freshman to step in right away and contribute. He's not going to score 15 a game. But they need him in double figures and as a weapon, so the teams just can't focus on Caleb Daniels and 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 Slater will be better. But they need a third. They need a third offensive option. It's Khalif Battle. Khalif Battle. I yeah, know. Battle. Yeah. And <clears throat> look, I I think Slater's going to be really good. I think he'll be a lot better than he he's he's getting better. I think Daniels will be a lot of fun to watch. But they need Whitmore and they need Dixon to be a real a real uh, contributor inside. And it's about time that Trey Patterson, who came in a couple Januarys ago as a freshman just to practice and was a highly regarded recruit, he has to be able to contribute as well, and he hasn't done a lot to this point. Right. Temple plays Villanova early, really early. Yeah. This, this well, Villanova gets game. all its big five games out of the way with early. Yeah. And hey, anybody who's upset about that, they're playing them, so I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it. Right. What I can't wait to see is that big five doubleheader on November 3rd. At the Palestra. Palestra. That's going to be a lot Temple of Temple LaSalle in that game, right? What's the other game? It's Penn St. Joe's. And oh, so, wow. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's it's an, it's only the seventh time, I think, all four big, that four big five teams have played at the Palestra. And that's a six o'clock and an 830. I mean, it's a perfect, perfect thing. So I, I that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be there. I will too. All right. Very good. I won't. Now he'll be uh he'll be I'll doing be the, the, barn. the Coyotes Flyers the, game. The Flyers play the uh, Blue Jackets that yeah, night. Exactly. And, uh, the Flyers nice are already look. getting two and a half pucks. Johnny Hockey will be in town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, thanks for doing this, man. We got to do it again. Yeah, so it was my great. pleasure. You know, I'm here to please the fans. All right, <laughs> read him in Philly Mag too. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that article out. Please do. Since it's about gambling, and I'm quoted in it. Yeah. So I mean, how can it be bad? Exactly. All there right, he is. So long, suckers. <laughs> and there he is, Michael Bradley. Uh, we fulfill uh, a young listener's dreams, and uh, he gets his request heard here on the Aji's podcast. Could you Let's imagine? Let's talk about Fudge Kitchen. Yeah, but could you imagine having him as a professor? No. 
<laughs> oh, I think it would be awesome. I'd be like, I love this this uh, Professor Bradley's class. I can't wait to go. Does he come with the same alacrity every day to class that he does to any? Uh... I, I I guarantee he does, mm-hmm. and I bet he brings a packed lunch. Yeah, <laughs> he sits up there, you know, his brown paper bag. He recycles and and eats his turkey sandwich. Uh, but he might have some fudge you know, every yes. once in a while as a treat because the official sponsor for Not for Long Media. And Ah Geez is the original Fudge Kitchen. That's a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge in the store. And that guarantees a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. And if you're not able to visit in person, it's not a problem because they ship across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Now, that Eagles was a potential spam. Don't you love that? Oh, yeah. I like the fact that nowhere. it tells us now, though. Yeah, I do, too. But but the thing is, is it doesn't give me an option to just end the call on some of them. Like, yeah, some I have of to them, let it ring until it's done. To ring out. Yeah, I, I right. hear you. Um, I, I have that blocker on, but sometimes you get some that come through. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting less and less nowadays, which is a good thing. Yeah, that, that, that is true. That is true. Now, the um, Eagles have a big game this week. Yeah, do they go to 5-0? and oh? So they're the only undefeated team, Harry, because Miami goes down last week. Yeah. Do, do, um, they, do they move it to 5-0? and oh? I don't know that they win. I, I don't think they're going to cover, though. Okay. It opens at 6. It's now down to 5. I think this is going to be a close game. Yeah. And I just saw a tweet before we recorded today that uh, from John McMullen, who does a great job covering the birds, that he says, my lotta – uh, Elliot and Maddox are, pro- are probably not going to play. They That's got some new keys. kicker in there. Yeah. Ka- Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Dicker, the name? kicker. Dicker, the kicker from the University of Texas. Wow. Is apparently going to kick on uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now, my lot of that, I mean, that's that's a pretty big loss. And, you know, Maddox is a good quality player. Uh, sure. But I think Arizona, I think that quarterback can be a problem. You know? He's always buzzing around. He reminds he me of a, a more um, slippery Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's smaller too. Yeah, he's really small. He's like a water bug that you're trying to catch. He really is. It's unbelievable, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just can't wait for you know. So they got the Arizona game this week on the road. Then they come back home and it's the Cowboy. It's ca- yeah. it's Cowboy week. Oh, man. Let's get Cowboy Dave on the line. Yeah. Anthony's going to be freaking out. Oh yeah, he's going to find his old calendar from uh, from uh, 2002. What did we do on Cowboy Week that week? Oh, it's the same thing we do every week on Cowboy right. Week. <laughs> oh. oh God, that's the gift think. that keeps on giving. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and when there's nothing going on in the summer, you talk about the Cowboy fans right here. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, we'll see what happens over the next week. If when we come back next week, Harry, if the Phillies are still playing yeah. baseball, that hey, would do you be have good a prediction on that series? Uh, no, I don't. I'm, I'm going to root for the Phillies, but uh, uh, they can win it. I mean, they, they, can, can. they can definitely win it. Yeah. Um, you know, the next that uh, series, what the Mets and Padres uh, going to be interesting to see, you know, uh, what pitchers, you know, I, I haven't looked at the rotations yet. If they're, if they're going to DeGrom and Scherzer right out of the gate, but it'll be interesting to see if they get through that, like how they have to set up their staff for the next series. 
Well, if the Phillies win, they get the Braves, correct? I think they get the Braves, yeah. Yeah. And the Dodgers play would, would play the winner of the Mets-Padres. Boy, that's a lot of travel. Yeah. For, if it's the Mets. I know. Round two going bi-coastal already. Yeah. Obviously, for the Padres, that's not a big deal. San Diego and L.A., but geez. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's a lot of travel. For the Phillies, that's pretty ideal to you know to have this series right out of the gate with St. Louis, not bad travel. Mm-hmm. And then Atlanta, not bad travel. Well, you I stay mean, in the same time zone there. Yeah. You I mean, know, St. Louis is only one house. hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh if you're gonna need that extra hour, you're gonna need some sleep. So we'll tell the people about some sleep. You gotta get some. Having trouble getting enough sleep at night while well, some sleep has you covered. Scientifically advanced SOM stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, like magnesium and melatonin. Sleep is the best form of recovery, and it has helped N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. It's simple. All you got to do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bed, and your body will naturally calm itself down. Other sleep supplements, they're going to leave you groggy in the morning, but not SOM sleep. Wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Check them out at GetSom.com. Use the code G's for 10% off your order. Excellent work, Harry, on the reads on this uh, podcast, uh, episode 37 of the Odd G's podcast. We'll be back next week, everybody. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Maybe we'll tap into some reviews again next week on the program. Yeah, and uh, request a guest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get those requested at Harry Mays, T-U, at Jason Mert, at Odd G's pod. We'll be back next week. We'll talk to you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Please, uh...